Well, coming up on this episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast, we are continuing a conversation we had in our last episode. We're talking about the power of delayed gratification. We covered four situations last time up. We got four more today. We're going to tackle and explain why patience pays. And maybe you should pass up on those immediate benefits in place of those delayed rewards. That's coming up next. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Ben George alongside Mike Koyanen here on the Re- Retirement Reality Podcast. Uh, we got a good show for you today, Mike. I know this was a fun conversation last time. We covered some important things like emergency funds and touching that mm-hmm. 401k. You even shared a story about how you tapped into your uh, retirement savings in your 20s, which you regret now. So we appreciate uh, your honesty on that. Yeah. that's a But it's a good lesson uh, for why you know you need, you need to avoid these mistakes. And they're easy mistakes to make, especially if you aren't aware. So we want to try to make you aware of some, some times and some situations where you know, Mike and his team see people take the immediate rewards rather than waiting for the bigger benefit down the road. So we'll do that today on the show. Again, principalpreservationservices.com is the website and the phone number is 855-987-8888. Mike, this is our last episode of 2023. Mm. Just quickly reflect on the year. How's, how's the year been for you guys, you and your team, and uh, what are you looking forward to in the, in the coming year? Well, very thankful. We've had a lot of uh, good changes here. We've we've brought on, um, we have another advisor that we have. We also have a, a client relations manager as well. That became a new position. So there's seven full-time staff, two part-time. Um, you know, you look back and you're like, you know, 10 years ago it was me. It was me. And then I took a chance and hired an office administrator. You know, so when you kind of look back and it's like, wow, this is great. So I'm very thankful for you know the growth we've had here but mostly our clients because obviously i wouldn't have the growth if they weren't you know willing or you know wanting to work with us and we've helped them out a lot we've had a good year in the market um not a not a banner year but a good year it's a positive from what happened last year and um yeah it's 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 been great we 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 broke new records again for for growth this year which has been happening you, you typically year after year you know and we push we're pushing hard so i'm 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 thankful. I'm excited for the growth, the direction we're going, and we're really building up a great team's concept. So I don't have to be the only guy all the time that can meet. So we have some really good qualified advisors in this this office that can help out. And um, I just think that you know, we have a team concept. When things aren't, when I'm not here, the company is still moving forward, which is positive. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're glad to glad to hear that, and, and love to see the growth that you've had and enjoyed over there. And and uh, we appreciate everybody that's supported the podcast and, and, and been a part of, of uh, working with you over time and, and reaching out to you and just meeting with you, whatever that is, whatever you know, step you've taken to, to work or get learn more about Principal Preservation Services. We appreciate that from you. But we're going to continue and, uh, and finish off the year with this, this conversation on delayed gratification. This is a good thing kind of for the new year, right, as you're trying to improve your position financially, take a step forward. These are some things to kind of keep in mind and some, some situations where it's better to maybe wait a little bit longer before taking that benefit. So again, we covered four in our last episode. Go back and check those out before you, uh, you finish up. And, and I think you'll enjoy those, those first four. But today we got four more, I think, really good ones as well. And I want to start off with uh, hope maintenance and upgrades, Mike. We, you know, a lot of times, I know it, it, these things add up. They add up quick and they can be pretty expensive. And it's easy just to say, I, I'm going to save a little bit of money now, not not worry about doing the maintenance or not having the, 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 the yearly checkup on my HVAC system, whatever that is, because I, I just can't afford it right now. I'll save that money. But man, 
Um, you know, even that, or, or and on the opposite end of that, is putting off the upgrades that you need, right? That, that that could actually benefit you a lot, just the value of your home. Yeah, there's kind of two sides to this because a lot of times what we're seeing is when people are working, they have some of the extra cash. Maybe you don't have the time, but you have the extra cash to maybe do some of these things, and you know, without um, really derailing you, you know. When you have the good income, what we're finding is those who are on a fixed income in retirement on Social Security, maybe a pension and taking withdrawals out of their investments. Yeah, they want to do these big, you know, replacements, window replacements or, you know, they get all siding and major renovations. And it's when you're on a fixed smaller income, it's it's scary because now you're, you're a lot of them are trying to tap into the retirement funds. And I always remind you that those IRAs are, are really designed in there to supplement your social security and or pensions if you have those they're really not designed to be buying cars and doing you know house maintenance and things like that so that's it's tough you know i get it because in the longer you push things off the more costly they get year by year and so and also those home equity line of credits helocs um, interest rates are really high right now so you know temporarily that might be okay you know i had somebody came in last week ben and I think they were offered, I think, a 5.99 rate, you know, from the company to do their windows. And they said, that's just a much better deal than taking out literally almost six figures, you know, yeah. to do, to do, they have a big house to do windows and other, other things to get replaced. Um, it was, it was a lot of money and I showed them what tax situation would look like. And, um, temporarily it's going to be a good, better for them to do, uh, a temporary loan while they can, you know, they're still working. And when interest rates come down and things, they might have it paid off here before they retire anyway. So the key is work with your advisor to see that is it better to delay doing some of those updates in retirement when you have time, some are handy enough to do that, and maybe when interest rates come down, or does it make sense when you have positive cash flow to do it now? So really delayed gratification comes one end or the other, depending on your situation. You know, Windows, that's, I mean, that's one expense. I had no idea how, how costly that was until I got some couple few quotes on some windows that I wouldn't mind replacing. They don't have to be, but man, once you see the bill on those, it's, it's wild to me. And prices after 20, you know, coronavirus 2020, mm-hmm. they haven't come down to what they used to be. And I don't think we'll ever see those numbers again, but I, I remember my first house uh, before I cash out my 401k that you mentioned <laughs> in the pre- beginning here was uh, I think I took a window loan for my split level you know, uh, house. And I think it was like seven grand to do all the windows in wow. case all the woodwork, you know, with the wrapped and gutters. And I was like, that, you know, that was a lot of money for me at the time, yeah. at 20, 22 years old at my first house. But again, now you look at what the prices are today. It's outrageous. You'd be lucky to get gutters at that price now, just alone. So <laughs> probably. Yeah. So don't, don't delay. Not only can, you know, could it, help you in terms of value, but also could save you money in case you try to do it later and things are more expensive. So again, this is another item there on our list. All right, here's a good one. Claiming Social Security at age 62. A lot of people will go ahead and turn it on as soon as they can, start collecting that benefit as early as possible. But Mike, as we've discussed here, you might be better off waiting uh, even as long as possible before you turn those on, right? A lot of times, yeah. And if you're married, if one spouse has much higher earnings record, much higher benefit. A lot of times we're not telling you both to delay. A lot of times we're telling you the one who has the smallest benefit, if it's really considerably smaller, take it as soon as you can, as long as you're not working um, for for that smallest benefit. Just because we're seeing, let's just say husband, wife, he's five years older than she is. 
and I'm not picking that she has a smaller benefit, but let's just say his benefit at 67 is 3,500, but hers at 67 is 1,200 because she has credits, but she hasn't worked as much. So maybe if she takes hers at 62, it's like 850 bucks a month, 800 bucks a month. I said, just take it because you know, um, most likely you're going to be inheriting your husband someday because women tend to live longer. You're going to get that bigger, bigger benefit anyways. It doesn't make that much of a difference for you to delay it all the way to 67. But really the key here, Ben, is you have to understand and be working with somebody who understands the pros and cons of taking it early or delaying it. Obviously, we want to get family dynamics in there. And, and what's your genes look like? Does mom and dad, are they still living? How's your health? Are you taking care of your health? Where's your finances? Do you have pensions? The whole part of it, you have to get some planning to get the full, really, so you can get a, a really a close, accurate picture of when you should file it. And But a lot of times, again, we work with a lot of 3M engineers. We're right down the road from 3M. And I've yet to meet an engineer who thought it was a good idea to take it before your full retirement age. You know, they're always like, no, I'm not touching it before that. It numbers don't match or they're going to wait till 70. Um, they know the numbers, these math geniuses. So, um, Unless there's a health issue, issue, you know, there's there's always that wrench to throw in there. But most people shouldn't be filing it at 62. Most people shouldn't. Yeah, if you want to sit down and, and see what age is best, what strategy is best for you, again, sit down with a professional. You can always get in touch with Mike, principalpreservationservices.com, and talk through Social Security and what that might look like for your retirement. A couple more here. Uh, let's talk health. We've talked a lot of financial stuff, but – but health here, you know, it's easy to skip these regular updates, Mike, and, and, and just avoid getting your checkup. And it might seem like an unnecessary expense. You might feel good right now in the short term. You don't feel like you really need it. But again, we, we've seen that this can really help prevent, you know, not only more uh, much bigger health issues, but also much higher medical costs. Right. And preventative care is much cheaper in the long run than it is to fix the major problem if you let things go right? And it's no difference in your vehicle. That's why we do oil changes, tire rotations. You can get extra 10 to 20,000 more miles out of your tires if you rotate them. Um, or if we're working out and exercising for our own health. I mean, same thing. We're taking vitamins and, and exercising and eating the right foods, being more preventative that your health is going to be better than it's trying to fix the problem after you have, oh, I'm diabetic. Oh, I have, you know, my arteries are 85, 90% clogged, which if you would have done preventative care, maybe you would have been on top of that and you could have actually lowered it and before you had major issues. And, you know, I don't want to make light of it, but, you know, that's, and heart attacks happen and strokes happen. Uh, but a lot of that can be prevented. And I'm not the health doctor by any means, but we all know that exercise and eating right food is the best preventative care um, over just you know, having a quadruple bypass, that'll save your life. Yes, but that's not preventative care. That is reactive. And we want you to be um, on top of things. Take care of yourself. It's cheaper as well. Yeah, much cheaper and better off. You can't enjoy retirement if you don't have your health, right, Mike? So exactly. Prioritize, prioritize that. All right, last one here. You know, I think when most people get to the point of their life when it's time to start working with a fi new financial advisor, not because the other financial has done a better done a bad job, but simply because it's time to find somebody with a new specialty. And, you know, I think a lot of people would just kind of realize they aren't able to make the changes because they don't want to have those conversations with an advisor they've been working with for a long time, right? But if you're getting close to retirement or, you know, getting in that 
that zone, it is time to make sure you're working with the right advisor, right? Even if it's a tough conversation, Mike, don't put it off. Take the action you need to now to put yourself in a better position. Yeah, and that's that's a tough thing. Sometimes you might uh, develop a relationship with him or her over the last 10, 20 years maybe. But as you know that just because you're getting together and having fun together, some people have you know, burger and, and beer together, or you go to church together. And that's great. You have that relationship, but what are they doing to help you with um, social security? What are they helping with taxes? What are they helping with required minimum distributions and how to properly take those out? What are they looking at your, your holdings? Because a lot of times if you look back, your holdings are the same, you know, today as they were 10, 12 years ago. They're like, what have they been doing? besides they just sold me some investments. So the key is you wanna make sure as you're getting close to in retirement, you have that plan, you have that peace of mind to know that I just know if we have a good market, I'm okay. If I have a bad market for the next two, three years, I'm okay as well. That's the kind of plan you need. You need to have a plan that's gonna stand the test of time, good or bad. And most people can't say that. Most people can't, can't tell you the date when they can retire because that's never been the conversation with their advisor. And that's where we find ourselves a little bit different. So, so I think it's good to uh, you know check out the other options. And that's when they say when you're so close to the forest, you know, you're so close to the tree, you don't see the forest, right? Um, and it's good to get a second opinion, sometimes a third opinion as well. All right. Well, that wraps it up. That's our eight different situations where people might take the immediate reward over waiting for the delayed gratification, maybe a bigger reward in the future. And again, if you want to talk through any of these or have any questions about what we've, what we've discussed, please reach out to Principal Preservation Services at 855-987-8888. But again, you know, it's always great to have someone on your side that can help you work through these situations and make sure you aren't sacrificing the bigger reward down in retirement or later on in your life for something in the immediate to short term. So thanks, for Mike, for taking us through that. Uh, I want to jump into our mailbag to get a couple of questions before we get out of here today. And I'll start off with one from Ben. He says, I own my own business and probably reinvest too much into the business instead of saving for my own retirement. How much do you think I should be saving every year? Good question for someone that's also a business owner here, Mike. So curious yeah, your perspective. It- I think in a lot of people's businesses, you know, like I know a, a certain evaluate, you know, evaluation of my my business, what it's worth if I was to sell it, you know. So you should know those numbers as well. It shouldn't be something last minute, like I'm going to retire and then after retirement, you said, oh, I um, I might just sell my business. And <laughs> I had this conversation with a client last week. She had no idea what the business was worth at you know on their business, but already in retirement. So make sure you do that first because a lot of the money you are reinvesting is just like investment right investing into your business it might be worth so much more in retirement so that's a big part of a lot of business owners retirement plan is the value of their business Um, but you also want to be not just focusing on the business investment obviously just like you don't just do real estate as well there's nothing wrong with that it's good to be diversified you want to make sure you have liquid assets as well because it takes time for business to sell takes time for real estate to sell you want to make sure you're investing appropriately so take advantage of you know these 401k plans for businesses or a sep or simple ira make sure you're constantly contributing yearly to let that go and it's hard to tell exactly you know ben off this email you know, what type of business you have or how much you're earning, but you should be saving in that each year as well, as long as you're doing it into your business as well. All right. Thanks for that question. How about one more from Amy? I've never been in a hurry to pay off debt. 
I've never paid extra on my mortgage, never paid cash for a car, and I use my home equity line fairly often for major purchases that I need to make. I know that the debt is generally considered bad, but it seems to me that using debt has allowed me to save money for retirement that I wouldn't have been able to save otherwise. So am I missing something here? Yeah, well, I mean, it's good that you're still saving. So I'm glad, Amy, you're stating in this this uh, email that you are still saving for retirement. Um, the key is we, we still want to break that cycle of debt, right? So I still re- recommend getting together, uh, if it's just you, or just putting together a budget just to find out what's your, your take-home, your net after taxes um, on your paycheck, and, and what are all your expenses, and try to start focusing on getting rid of some of the bad debt first. So if you have student loans, if you have credit cards, make sure that is gone first. And then I know home, home equity line of credits, as much as they're great, it's not tax deductible if you're not using it for home uh, home purchases or home uh, repairs anymore based off the last SECURE Act. So a lot of that interest you're paying, it's great, but it's not going to be tax deductible like it used to be in the past. So I would focus on getting rid of that home equity line of credit or paying it down at least because interest rates are really high on those. Those are 8 to 9%, most of those I've seen, and start focusing on that after your credit card, after your student loans, if you have any, and try to get to that point where you are regularly putting a little bit extra on your mortgage. You're putting a little, you're paying off your car, getting rid of that home equity line of credit. And then you'll have so much more to, to maximize your contributions, and not just contribute, but maximize those contributions to the full match. All right. Appreciate that, Amy. Thank you for the question. You and Ben as well. If you have questions for Mike, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit us online at principalpreservationservices.com or give him a call. You can always do that by calling 855-987-8888. Well, that will wrap us up here, Mike, both for this episode and for 2023. We appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for all the time you've given us here on the podcast as well and look forward to doing it again in the new year. Yeah, and, and Ben, you've been a great host. And I, I as I'm thinking, uh, also, um, I have a correction on my last statement. Max <laughs> for you, Amy. Maximize not the match. Maximize maximize your contributions. You can be up to putting up to thirty thousand if you're over fifty in the year twenty uh, twenty three. But again, thank you, Ben, and all what you do and your, the company Third Wheel Media that puts this presentation together. It's it's awesome. It's great for listeners and. Um, everybody's commented who have, has listened and told me that how professional it is and how much they enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate the, the kind words, Mike. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast. Please hit subscribe if you haven't already. Help spread the word as we continue on in the new year. And, and thanks for listening. Mike, take care, take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ben. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Alpha Star, Principal Preservation Services, LLC, and Principal Wealth Services, LLC are separate and independent entities. Insurance products are offered through Principal Preservation Services, LLC, a Minnesota and Wisconsin insurance agency. Investment advice is offered through Principal Wealth Services, LLC. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products offered by Principal Preservation Services, LLC. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered or guaranteed by AlphaStar.